Are you a business owner looking for real advice and input? You're in the right place. From concept to launch to growth, funding and beyond. Welcome to Startup Hustle with your hosts. One once sold a business for $150 million. The other, the author of Million Dollar Bedroom. Here are your hosts of Startup Hustle, Matt DeCourcy and Matt Watson. And we're back. Another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here with Matt Watson. Hi, Matt. What's going on, man? Just another day in paradise. How about you? I think, is this like day 16 of isolation? For me or for you? <laughs> for me, I think. <laughs> I don't I quit counting, brother. I quit counting. Yeah, just trying I'll to tell survive, you what, man. Every day that goes by is another day where I'm just sitting around, just, you know, like that, that Kelly Clarkson concert I didn't want to go to several months ago is looking pretty damn good right now. Yeah. So... Well, with us today, we've got a, a not a not a first time guest, but someone that's experiencing some of the the BS that COVID is bringing to all of us. We've got Luke Wade with us today. Hi, Luke. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Good man. Yeah, thanks for joining us. You know, uh, give a little background, and you have been on the uh, on the podcast before. Uh, you do a whole lot of different things and some things with us, but the one business that's probably taking the biggest slap is KC crew, local leagues and sports. You want to give us a refresh our listening base about what you guys do at KC crew? Yeah, of course. Thanks again for having me. My name is Luke Wade. I started KC crew about eight, a little over eight years ago. The whole idea was creating sports leagues and fun events for adults like me around Kansas City. Um, skyrocketed into softball, sand volleyball, kickball, about nine different activities, cornhole, pickleball, karaoke, you name it, we do it. The whole concept is getting people together and have fun in the community. Um, and yeah, we had almost over 70,000 people have played with us in sports leagues or events in the last eight years. So that's been really cool and really awesome up until about a week and a half ago when the 50 person mandate came down and then changed to 10 person. Um, so obviously you can't run sports leagues or throw events with, you know, 50 people or less or 10 people or less. And then when all the parks and facilities close, it's really hard to even run those when there's nowhere to run them. So yeah, as of about, uh, I guess it's been almost two weeks. Yeah. Uh, almost two weeks ago, my, uh, I, we have no more leagues and no more events for the foreseeable future. Um, everything has just really been put on hold. Um, and we're just trying to figure it out. I think one of the lucky things that I have going for me is, uh, my brain never shuts off. So the second we had that announcement, I was actually standing at Hy-Vee arena on Sunday, running our leagues, trying to finish them out. We only had one week left of winter leagues. And then we actually had a month break. So we were like, all right, let's get through this last week. And then the, the announcement came down from the CDC and I was standing there at Hy-Vee Arena and thought, there's no way we're going to be able to finish this. So I went home and wrote down the top 10 things to do at home during the coronavirus to have fun, put that out. And that's been really growing people coming to our page. We get four or 500 people a day coming to that page to see fun. What's on that list? So there's a whole bunch of random things on there. Um, and none of them really served us at all. None of them really benefited Casey Crew. It was really just, hey, how do we still stay relevant and give people an idea of things to do at home during this time? So I think there's things where, like... Where, where can that list be found? Uh, CaseyCrew.com. You can go to our website. If you click events, it, you're going to see all the new stuff that we have. But like you could watch the opera from home. You could learn to do something new from Video Jug. There's a virtual tour of over 500 museums you can do from home. So a whole bunch of different random ideas. But um, yeah, so 
we we literally had to lay everyone off. Um, we laid off our entire full-time staff. Our 50 to 40 part-time employees now are not refing or umpiring games. So we've just kind of been trying to figure it out since then. So how many how many employees did you have that were full-time and how many did you have that were part-time impacted by this? Four full-time employees and almost 50 part-time employees um, that are now laid off. Now your office is at, you mentioned, is at Hy-Vee Arena which is a refurbished old arena here in Kansas city. Is that close too? It's gotta be. Yes, it is. They tried to stay open as well, just like we did for the, up until that mandate of 50 people. And then they they're shutting, I think they limit their hours. They're letting people still come in and work out of their offices if they like to. But um, for the most part, it's shut down. It closes at like four o'clock in the afternoon. So sometimes I'm there and they're, all the lights are off and there's no one there. So it's a little different, that's for sure. Because normally yeah, no doubt. four or five in the afternoon, that place is normally really packed. So so did, so did one of the things that's got to be a little challenging for you, Luke, and sorry for the sorry for the hassles that you're having to go through in business is, but I would imagine one of the things that's probably the hardest is not having an understandable or foreseeable outlook about like when any of this shit's over. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, that's been the hardest part, like you said, is we just, we don't know when this is going to come back. And so, you know, for us, our biggest season of the year is our spring season, which would have started April 13th, um, or the April 14th. And so it's, you know, right after Easter, we go outside, we're softball, sand volleyball, kickball, we go from about 1500 people playing a week indoors during the winter, to over 3000 people playing a week in the spring. So the majority of our revenue, our income, our big events, I mean, we do big golf events in April, we all of our large events start in April and May. And so that's what really gives us the revenue to survive and you know, last through the year. And so without that money, you know, it's really hard to pay bills, pay our rent, pay, you know, insurance pay, I mean, all the things, right. So yeah, we, we, we just keep pushing things off for two weeks at a time right now. Um, everything's postponed. We'd already have people signed up for our spring leagues, which were supposed to start in April. So everything's just on hold. And then ideally, once they say, hey, we're going to open back up on this date, we replan everything, reschedule all the dates and try and get some sort of a season and events in. So, I mean, at, at this point, what do you think the odds are that your employees that you laid off, you'll be able to even get them back? I mean, certain I'm going to get a certain percentage of them. We'll move on and find another job. Right. So, yeah, yeah, honestly, we, we don't know. That's uh, the, I think that's like another negative that we just have no idea. We're, we're really hoping, you know, a lot of the things coming down from the government right now are have repay, you know, salary repayment programs out like SBA loans, things like that. Yeah. So my team is looking into all of those and we're, we're constantly staying on top of that, those, but unfortunately sometimes like Missouri, you know, some of the things weren't even available until a couple of days ago for us. So, yeah. Um, it's been a, it's been a, a tough struggle for sure. But, you know, at the end of the day, we looked at it as I'd rather, you know, we want Casey crew to be around for all the, you know, 70,000 people, you know, to play. And so how do we keep the company sustainable? And ideally, yeah, we can bring those employees back, but we just don't know. Well, a lot of them, if you brought them back, they couldn't even work anyways, right? Cause there's nothing they could even do, but some of your key admin staff, you could at least keep around and, and make sure that you have them three months from now when you really need them. Yeah, exactly. Right. And it's really looking at helping them out. You know, they, you know, they don't have jobs, they have bills too, you know, so if we can keep them around, you know, we could, yeah, there's not a ton for them to do, but we could get caught up, get things ready. There's definitely some things we could find them to do. And then, you know, we are growing as some sort of virtual event type things that's actually really working and starting to take off. Um, 
Last week, we just launched the idea of doing a virtual bingo where we email you your bingo cards and then we pull the balls live on TV and we mixed in trivia. And it was a huge hit. We had about 20 people sign up the last week. And then this week we had over 50 people show up. And now we have companies hiring us to do this for the employees as team builders at home. So it's really starting to take off pretty quickly. We're just on the news this morning. We'll be on the news again Wednesday. And uh, that's been pretty exciting. So we are generating a little revenue there, nothing near what we were. But if this lasts for three or four months, it could be some sort of type revenue that keeps us going for a little bit longer. So well, and maybe I, I mean, the, go ahead, Matt. I was just say maybe there's an opportunity there for you to specifically build things for corporations that are working all remote, like you know, Stackify is working all remote, FullScale is working all remote. You know, being able to do some kind of team building activities, maybe you can help. I mean, at my company last Friday, we we all just got on Zoom on Friday afternoon and all just hung out right but you know maybe the last friday yeah yeah we just hung out right i mean maybe maybe there is an opportunity there for you yeah i mean uh the first people to hire us were the chiefs the chiefs just hired us to do it for their entire staff and so we have about 100 people we're doing bingo for this wednesday we had a charity reach out to us because right now we're selling bingo packs for five dollars the charity is going to sell them for ten dollars to help raise money for charity so it, it and the bingo is just the first idea. We're starting a couple other. We did virtual karaoke last week. Yeah, um, we have a couple other yeah. ideas. So yeah, I, I appreciate that. And that's that's what we're thinking now. I didn't think of it that way when we put it out there, but it's become really. We got a lot of people coming and really enjoying it. So well, let, one, one, let me know. One of the, one of the things I mentioned earlier was that you know we do some stuff together, and you know Matt and I and Full Scale are partnered with you and and your League Ally product. And, you know, that's, that's something that, that has, that fuels the 70,000 users that, you know, have all that. So hopefully the, the repurposing of that is going to go well. And that's been something that over the last, what, five, five months, we've been in a heavy rebuild on. So um, hopefully that the scalability of that is, is a lot more uh, uh, hardy as we yeah. should say. Yeah, I'm excited that that's still happening. You know, like you mentioned, you guys have been great partners at Full Scale. Um, we have League Ally and Facility Ally, and both of those, again, we were building and we're, we were getting ready to launch those on a larger larger scale very soon. So um, next hoping, month. Yeah, we're hoping that <laughs> that, that keeps going forward. Hopefully, uh, uh, was very excited about that. So, Matt, did you have something from, from a moment ago? I was going to say, um, if you come up with some more ideas for like different corporate events, be sure to let us know because I would love to try it at Stackify. I mean, we, uh, for a lot of companies, our, our coworkers are sort of our second family, right? And a, for a lot of us now, having, you know, video chat and, and all that stuff is super important. And some of the people on my team chat a couple times a day just to have human interaction, right? And so any kind of events or any of that kind of stuff, I think would be a, uh, awesome to try and um, we might need well to do listener bingo. Well received. Yeah, List, well, we'd love start, to do start up, start a puzzle listener bingo. There we go. <laughs> yeah, we could do it for you know we, we got to spell for... hustle instead of bingo. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, Matt, I'll send you over a card. You can join us to check it out and see what you think. But the bingo has been a huge hit. I would love to do it for Stackify. Absolutely, let's try it. Cool. I like it. So, Luke, you mentioned having to make some some pretty big changes. I mean, do you see a pivot with something like League Ally? I mean, eventually the world has to, and then and then, well, do you see a pivot? And then also, are you expe- expecting a massive influx 
when they open the doors on the world again. Yes, 100%. For the software side, it, actually, I'm having a lot of conversations still, which was very surprising. I did several demos last week for our facility solution for Facility Ally. I think a lot of people are taking this time in their business and even their personal lives to reevaluate things, right? Like, what can I do to fix this? You know, all these problems I have, I currently don't have anything to do right now. So how do I fix these problems? And so I'm having a lot of really cool conversations with people about the software so that, yes, when they do come back, you know, ready to go, they have a better solution, a new solution that fix a lot of the issues that they have. So I don't know if it's a pivot. Hopefully, yes, we create some esport leagues and we can use the software for that. We are talking about doing some esport like FIFA leagues with Sporting Kansas City and things like that, which could be really cool, again, depending how long this lasts. So I'm hoping that we can still use the software for that. Um, but yes, I see this as a time to reevaluate some things in your business you didn't enjoy. And how do you make those better, right? Because you got a lot of downtime, you got a lot of times to figure it out. So I was actually very surprised myself when I kept getting an influx of people asking for demos and reaching out about the software right now, because I'm thinking, well, why are they reaching out right now? Well, it's because they have nothing else to do. They might as reevaluate yeah. their business and make it better. So, you know, and, th and that's actually a great, a great point. You might have a lot of success. Um, getting a hold of potential leagues and stuff in other cities or other places and expanding because they have nothing to do either. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that kind of came to light last week after I did all those demos. I just started thinking about it more. So I'm starting to reach out to more and more people that we had talked to in the past about our software and giving them another look at it um, because I think they are interested and they're looking at, you know, now's the time to make a switch when nobody's using it. So Well, and hopefully the, the virtual side of this isn't necessarily a pivot for you, but it's just an additional an additional thing that maybe in the past you never thought of. And long term, you'll will have got this kind of new new secondary, you know, product or, or business unit that you never had really planned on before. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> have, have you have you also started to reevaluate what kind of sports uh, leagues and stuff that would like favoring things that aren't quote contact or have some kind of distance in between people? You know, we did try and think about that. So like golf courses are still open and they're they're doing things. You know, there's people obviously still going to the parks and throwing frisbee. And so, you know, when you think about it, like, yes, we, th we, we thought about, hey, we could still do this, but at the same time, you know, Kansas City has a stay-at-home mandate. So it's like, do we do we do we go against the stay-at-home mandate by offering these things for people to do and you know have the city kind of be upset with us, or do we just, you know, kind of abide by the rules and try and stay safe and get through it? So we took it as, hey, let, we were trying to get through it until they made that 50-person mandate. And then we just we just thought it was better to make a safer, more, you know, conservative decision of like, let's just shut everything down, let's follow the city's guidelines because they they should know best and let's try and figure something else out, which is where the virtual stuff came in. So I'm still riding my bike. I'm still, you know, playing pickleball with me and my wife, but you know, I think others should go out there and do their own thing and become active. But as a business, I think it would look bad for Casey crew to be putting on these events that drive people out of their houses when the, when the city's telling everybody to stay home. I agree. I mean, I think that, you know, that's something that um, I think a lot of we've talked about a little bit. And the decision that a, a lot of businesses have to make right now is, you know, I, there's people that are so torn in between, you know, the what to do. And there's so much information and news and opinions and politics and, 
you know, like everything. And it's, and I think it's affecting a lot of people. I mean, I, it, I think it would be helpful if, if the world could pick one solution and, and hurry the fuck up with it. <laughs> I mean, just to, like, there's really no other way to say it, you know, like either we all need to get sick together and deal with a massive pandemic, or we need to just lock ourselves up and it could be over fairly quickly. Um, well, some, some sports don't seem like they should be impacted by this at all. Like tennis or pickleball. True. Or golf. Yeah, the, like, the, the problem is that, you you know, one, for us, every facility that we're supposed to be running those at are closed. closed I mean, yeah. there was actually just an article in the news the other day about uh, the police went and broke up a pickleball game because there were too many I people saw there. that. <laughs> I saw that. I thought so, about you. I was like, damn it, Luke, you better not be behind this. No, that was not me. That was not me. But yeah, no, it's, it's you know, it stinks because they're like, hey, still go out and be active. The parks are open. But the actual facilities don't go to the playgrounds, don't touch things like people are still touching the pickleball and hitting that to the other person. True. I mean, so that's true. There's yeah. just all same these with the, weird same with things. The frisbee. Same yeah. with the frisbee. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like unless you're dousing the pickleball in bleach water every time before you hit it, you know. So there's just all these Loves. things. Again, as a business, we just felt it was better to not try and go against the grain. Um, but for me personally, I'm still walking when I'm doing, I think everybody's doing more walking nowadays, but <laughs> I'm well, working was, outside was, walking and being active. So that was part of my point from earlier about having to make some decision about the way you want to present your business to the world, you know, cause you know, openly, openly define things like stay at home orders and stuff like that. I don't think is a good face for the business. And like some of the things that at full scale, you know, we have some marketing automation and some different stuff. Like we had to basically retool any, all of our messaging, you know, to be a little more sensitive. And then we turned it off for like the, I mean, today we finally resumed some outbound activity and trying to see who and where our solutions fit best. But, you know, so much of it is trying to operate within a level of sensitivity and, and tastefulness that, you know, it doesn't just ruin your brand. And I mean, I think, have you, have you also changed your messaging about how you're communicating or like you mentioned earlier, you had a bunch of people sign up and, you know, you know, is that it, there's a difference between a cancel and a postponement. Yep. So yeah. is that the way you're, you're treating it? Like, Hey, we're just postponing this. Exactly. And it's been really hard, you know, like that was, you know, me and my wife run this business together. And luckily I have her because I was on the page of let's go forward. Let's do less than 50, you know, like, and my wife was like, you know, that's not going to look good for the company. Casey crew is going to look bad. Even though I was thinking of like, people want something to do. They need something to do. You know, I, I was doing it for good, but the outside perspective would have been negative towards the company. And I'm so glad that I listened to her because I've seen companies that have stayed open just getting bashed on social media. How dare yeah. they make their employees come in? How dare they do this? They're, they're part of the problem. So I, I'm very glad that we were part of that. Now, as far as the postponement, yeah, you're absolutely right. But it's also difficult. You know, I play in my leagues. I'm a part of the leagues. And, you know, when you think about it, some people play three or four times a night with us. So that means that person paid 50 bucks on one night. They're, they're in 150 to $200 waiting to play with us on postponement. And they're looking at us like, I can get that money back. Maybe they lost their job. Maybe they need that money back. But for us as a business to survive, if we give the money back, we're not going to survive. So it's one of those things where we're torn on, you know, we are postponing. Your money is still good with us. We're not, we're, we're holding on to it. You're still going to get credit. You're still going to get to play with us. But yet we have some players reaching out saying, hey, I need that money. So it's been a little difficult, but we do 
we have a great community. So for the most part, a lot of people have understood and they thanked us and we've gotten a lot of support. People buying into our bingo games, people buying gift cards from us just because to support us. So it's a two, it's a two sided thing, but yes, our community is amazing. We're getting a lot of support, but it is trouble. It it is hard to do that to people to postpone, not knowing when it's going to come back, you know, not knowing if we're even going to get to go into the spring season or if we're going to go straight into the summer. So it has been a difficult decision being a tech nerd business is really being thrown in and shoved down my throat and I'm having to learn it for sure. The hard way. What about your sponsorships? Have those, have it, are those still intact or? Yeah, so far they have been, we've been really, really lucky. Obviously most of our sponsorship, you know, you know, we don't get paid until it comes up, especially our big, big events, like our grilled cheese festival. It doesn't happen until October. Those sponsors who agreed to that, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't pay us till we get closer to that. So a lot of those are still in place, but we will see what happens after we come out of this. Some of those companies may not survive. So um, it's it's going to be really interesting to see what happens once this all ends to see what sponsorship, what partners are still around and, you know, what more come to us after all this, which is our goal is to be here for the community, give people something to do. Like I said, if you go to our website, you're going to see a hundred things. We're doing live sports tips every morning. We do golf and pickleball every different day. We did a rise and shine yoga and meditation this morning. We're putting most of the stuff we put out is free just for our people to have something to do. And so they keep in mind that Casey crew is here for them, whether they are stuck at home or whether they're out in the park. You know, I think one of the things that is going to be interesting to see just worldwide are is the survivability of, you know, because you're you're a private company. You aren't a, you aren't parks and rec. You aren't city. You aren't anything like that. But you talk about the number of people, you know, 70,000 people have played in the leagues. That's just here. And our and that's a significant that's 10 percent of 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 the downtown market. You know, and I, I know that's not all downtown there, but, you know, wanting to, you know, so much about the things that we're used to doing and and the things that we want to do and the things that kind of get us together. You know, I mentioned earlier, like, oh, that Kelly Clarkson concert at the Sprint Center that that we complained about going to in the full scale suites looking pretty freaking good right now. You know, just being able to get out outdoors and stuff like that. Um you know, I, I think that those are the things that are going uh, to, I'm curious to see how antsy people are going to get, you know, as of, as of this morning, and I don't normally timestamp these things, but we're recording on Monday morning, March 30th. And, uh, uh, you know, they've extended the, the social distancing. I mean, the reality is, is we're probably looking through the end of May. And, yeah, you know, the, I mean, so much of like I saw another thing, the NBA was talking about maybe playing without fans and doing it in a few different cities, playing like round robin. They're just trying to get anything going. You know, it's like, God, if you had any sport, any live sport on right now on ESPN, you'd probably dominate. Did you see um, they're going to air like video game NASCAR crap on TV? They don't have anything else to put on, Matt. Yeah. They've already run through the whole, like the whole, the whole history, historical lineup. Sporting like KC they... posted a YouTube live. They're playing like FIFA. Yep. Yeah. Sporting Kansas. I, there's a, there's an event coming out where there's a bunch of professional players are going to be playing each other in, in esports, like, and they're going to broadcast that. Uh, Cause yeah, there's nothing. You're absolutely right. Bet. I think, you know, and I think the bingo thing is really cool, but I think the other the other benefit that we've had is we've had a lot of people reach us reach out to us to help them how figure out how to even 
How could they convert their event to be online? How could they, how can they do something like we've done, how we've taken a game and made it online and interactive? And so we have some companies reaching out to us to essentially creatively take what they had in person and, and, and help them do it online. So that's been pretty interesting and, and actually kind of fun because uh, I get to keep my creative side of like, how do we do this? And then tie it in with the technical nerd side of me. So um, yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I, my favorite meme so far has been the guy that's like, 21 days without sports. I found a lady sitting on my couch. Apparently she's my wife. She seems very nice. <laughs> you know, it's like, like sports people are like, don't know what to do right now. Cause there's nothing to watch. <laughs> and there really isn't. Yeah, there really isn't. I I've made it to the end of Netflix. <laughs> like it just, it just, and it's weird. Cause it's like, uh, what was that game? Uh, God, I can't remember it where, and I'll, I'll think of it later, but it took me like a year to beat it. And then at the end, it just started over. Yeah. 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 You're like, why, why did I spend so much time uh, on yeah, that? Yeah. 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 Metroid. Metroid oh, no. was the, the, yeah. You could just literally, once you got to the end of that game, all it did was start over and you're like, what the, what, what? Yeah, so that's what happens when you get to the end of Netflix, by the way. So, well, Luke, what 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 else is going on? I mean, obviously, you've got some you you've had your hand in some other events. I mean, are you still like you mentioned? You do a really big grilled cheese festival. Um, also, you know, like this was the, the Royals opening day was supposed to be this week. Yep, yep. Um, that was, yeah, that was one of our events. Our actually one of our big events to kick off the year is we did a Royals opening day tailgate. Every year, we have almost 150 to 200 people come to that, huge sponsors and everything. That that was our first big event that we actually had to postpone. Um, I'm hearing that it is postponed, so hopefully we'll still have that. Um, hopefully they'll come back with that. But yeah, I mean, right now, honestly, it's it's all virtual. That's all we're thinking of right now because everything is on hold until we hear differently. You know, we can't do any of our leagues or our events, so we're doing all kinds of virtual stuff. Like I mentioned, the bingo has been the most popular, but, you know, we do a really cool thing. You mentioned Netflix. We do a – it's actually tonight. My wife does what we call dinner and flicks. She makes – we essentially vote on a movie to watch. Everybody votes. We use the new Netflix party app where you can actually watch the movie together and chat about it, but then she actually takes a meal from the movie and, and live streams it before we watch the movie. So you can actually cook dinner live with each other enjoy the cooking of it, going through it, and then watch the movie together, eat your dinner together. So that was actually pretty cool. We had about 10 people join us last week for the first one of those. Um, we're doing, like I said, a FIFA tournament. We're doing different sports tips. Like we did a pickleball tip last week of how you can actually build a small pickleball court in your driveway so that you and your significant other or your kids can play. Um, we just launched a new virtual networking and happy hour that we're doing this Wednesday. I know everybody's kind of doing the Zoom meetings, but uh, with the breakout rooms in Zoom, you can actually break people out into networking rooms and have a moderator help them network and go through what we're going through right now. So that's a new one we just launched. Um, but everything else is really just like letting you guys know what's out there. We have three different pages. One is the top 10 things you can do at home during the coronavirus. The other one is online events and activities you can live stream. And then the other one is how to support local business. So all that stuff's on our website. Um, and like I said, we're, we're here. We have people reach out to us all the time to help them with their events, their charities, and then how do they make them online events in the time being. So, and one, and once again, that's caseycrew.com. That is caseycrew.com. That is correct. Yes. It's a lot of good stuff. It sounds like you've been staying busy, buddy. Have to, right? Otherwise I literally would uh, be sitting at home doing nothing. I mean, honestly, those were the two options that I had that conversation with my wife is like, this is the perfect excuse to do nothing. Or we can put out as much as we can and help as many people as we can during these times. Like, I, you have a good point. I think a lot of people kind of phoned this time in, and I think you, I think a lot of people are going to look back at that and regret it. 
as well, because, you know, there's a lot of people that are hustling to keep the doors open and do a lot of different things. And they're maybe getting some things done that they might not have gotten done in the past. You look at just little things like I would imagine a whole lot of new podcasts were launched this last couple of weeks and YouTube channels. I see a lot more people on Facebook doing live, just all of it, just all of it. And, you know, I mean, and here's the thing is, is you got to make the best of, of what it is. And, and for those of you that are out there, they're like, yeah, I want to work at home, man. I should be able to work at home. How are you doing with that right now? Because a lot of people probably aren't doing that well. Um, And, you know, it's like I said, I mean, Matt, how are you doing with working at home? You know, I'm not doing too bad. Um, my uh, my wife sure likes it, and so we're we're newlyweds, and she's only been here a few weeks, and so it's been kind of nice working at home. Yeah, think about that, Luke. Watson brings a new wife here, and then they get then they go they go coronavirus lockdown two weeks later. <laughs> That'll surely test your newlywed marriage, right? <laughs> maybe, maybe, and she's pregnant. <laughs> well, congratulations. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, it's funny Didn't you just you decided to name the baby Matt, right? After me? Uh maybe. Thinking about it. That's all. Awesome. Sorry, Luke. No, Sorry. you're good. I was gonna say that's it's interesting to you're talking about working from home. You're absolutely right. I what's what's scary is, you know, a lot of people, entrepreneurs especially, have a home office or somewhere to get away while they're at home because as an entrepreneur, we never stop working, right? But I've talked to people who aren't aren't entrepreneurs and just employees that didn't have a home office and one guy's like, hey, I roll out of bed and I take two steps and I'm at my desk to work. And he goes, it's been really hard to sleep here and work here. And so, yeah, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of troubles that people didn't think of, you know, and, and weren't prepared for. So um, I think, again, for us, it's it's giving them an opportunity to step out of that environment and, and giving them something to do that's not work or sleep or home. So um, it's it's nice to have the home the home office, but it's also nice to get outside of that virtually for a second through these online events and stuff. So. Dude, dude, the real problem is where in the house do we teach elementary school now? <laughs> that's I really know. the problem. I saw my friend say, "Am I the only one that's teaching homeschooling bartending school to my kids?" <laughs> I I, uh, I gave my kids each an iPad and hoped for the best. <laughs> yeah, there's technology for that, Matt. Well, that is how they do all their schoolwork now. Yeah. Well, you could, we had former guest Clarence Tan of Bottle. You could have them. You could use their app, support the local community there. Well, all right. So, well, Luke, thanks for coming on and thanks for being so open and transparent about everything. I'll follow up with you on a different time about how we can get our software platform into uh, the most useful condition. And once again, you know, we, we've been working on a facility management uh, product and a league management product. Both are, well, one, one of which is, is fairly obsolete at the moment, the facility side of things, the leagues. I'm glad to hear that you're uh, getting the bingo and other stuff together. I mean, there's, there's a, a suddenly a big push for uh, platforms that are doing a lot of stuff like that and see if we can put something creative together. Now, we like to end our episodes of Startup Hustle with what we call Founders Freestyle. And we'll start with you, Luke. So uh, you can basically just get a little freestyle here. You can bring up about whatever you want, mention whatever you want, advise us on whatever you want, or you can just rap. It's up to you. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Like just literally rap. Have you had people rap before? No, No, you'd be the first, which would also mean you're the best. 
<laughs> I mean, I, the, I actually used to rap growing up. My nickname was El Wadey. I I used to rap nice. quite a bit. So uh, I would love to do that. But honestly, I'll do it the next time. I'm, I'm definitely going to come, come back. Oh, man. I'll, you don't have bars for us or I'll, what? I'll rap the next time. But I want to take this time to just Watson, say. Watson will rap then. <laughs> I want to say thank you for having me on. I think this is just a tough time for people. So what I would like to say is if you are struggling, there's a ton of things out there mentally to help you get through it. Uh, I've, I've been through meditation, mindfulness, all kinds of things like that have really, really helped me. I know it sounds crazy and maybe a little hippy dippy, but um, if you can get into a meditation app such as Calm or Headspace and walk through that, um, that really, really has been helpful for me when I've gone through tough times. So everybody's struggling right now. You're not alone. If you need help, please reach out to me. You can go to kcrew.com and email me. I'm happy to help however I can. And if I can help your company, your business, or you personally, please reach out to me. I'd love to help you. And Thank you, Mad Matt, for having me on today. I really appreciate it. Mr. Watson? You know, I think uh, Luke's business is a great example of one that is getting slaughtered by this, right? There's just not, not much you can do, and it's very unfortunate. But I think there's some some positives to this, right? Like now might be a good time to sell, might, might be a good time to uh, take the product and reposition it to some virtual virtual stuff that maybe before it didn't focus on. So... Maybe long term there'll be some good positives that come out of this, but in the short term, it sucks. It's awful. But gotta just fight through it. You know, I want to close out, Luke. Once again, thanks for coming in, Matt. Thanks for joining us yet again. Um, you know, the I I think that Luke has the the right outlook. Um, you know, look, the guy's got seventy thousand reasons to cry in his beer right now. And instead he's saying, Hey, hold my beer. I'm going to do some other shit. And, you know, like I want to encourage all of you to do the same. I mean, cause I'm sitting here doing it. Um, I mean, I think we're all trying to do it. And I think the people that, you know, as Darwin once surmised, it's not always the, the smartest or the strongest, but yet those with the, with the ability to adapt that survive. And, you know, I've spent the last 10 years, you know, now currently working at full scale, which was once a different company, which was a different company and now is a different company. And, you know, continue, we're continuing to do the same thing to look at the when, where, how, and why, uh, uh, you know, like when we can see things come back, why, what we do is important, you know, what we're going to focus on. There's a whole lot of stuff. Just ask yourself those very simple questions and you just got to keep plugging away. Just like, it's almost like internal brainstorming all day. And I've revisited some things myself with working at home that, you know, just like simple things like notes, you know, like I was trying to get away from paper for a while. And now I just have a stack of it right next to me. It's got, I got a shitload of notes all over and a whole lot of different things. And, you know, just, just have that, that pen and that paper right as close to you as possible. Cause you never know when that game changing idea is going to come through and, you know, use the time that you have, like Luke said, like that, that focus and that meditation, and it's not hippy dippy, man. It's, it's something that, that is, that's real. Cause every morning I wake up and I spend about three seconds before I realize, ah, oh, shit, I'm dealing with this again today. And if you can clear that out of your headspace a little bit, you might be surprised at the kind of innovative and um, interesting ideas that come up. So speaking of which that might be what I'm going to go do. I'll see you guys next time. Thanks, Matt. Thanks guys. Thanks.
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Startup Hustle with Matt DeCorsi and Matt Watson. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit startuphustle.xyz. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and subscribe. And we'll catch you next time on Startup Hustle. Startup Hustle.